Are you ready to get peculiar? Sabrina Ray, and you're listening to a passionate podcast anime with friends on the Moonshot Podcast Network. Welcome. You've got mail. That was like the exact cadence. Yes, yes. I've gotten very good at doing those kinds of weird voices. Uh, we are, we are, we are Sabrina Ray, and. Who are you guys? Um, Victoria Aska Langley Soru. I love it. Love it. It's a different name in the new ones, right? Yeah. I am Stanley Snow. Nice. A callback to something that people might have heard us talk about. Maybe. No. Maybe, but really unlikely. We went pretty deep one time. I might have cut it, though. <laughs> we are here to talk about the big O. The show that keeps on giving as best as it can. <laughs> it's giving O's left and right. It is. It's serving O's. <laughs> Episode seven, The Call from the Past. Uh, this is pretty cool. It's kind of a lore building episode. Uh, we get to know a little bit more about Angel. We get to see her almost uh, in her skivvies. Yeah, I was... I did have a question about that. Was it about uh, the scars on her back? No. <laughs> about the outfit. So is is this underwear that she is this the like is this the which layer is this? Cuz I'm confused cuz all it appears she shed was a jacket, but it really felt like she was wearing a skirt and then she wasn't wearing a skirt. Oh, but... that's just that's just what they wore. As J-pop idols, <laughs> skirts the, under skin tight bodysuits. I mean, sure, yeah. you can reference the the angel scars, the wing scars, but uh, I'm more interested in what exactly passes for a sexy yet professional outfit in this land before time or after I'm not time. Sure, I like her outfit though. I was like, oh man, I wish I had the body for that particular like combination of looks. Oh wait, she was wearing a dress. I thought I thought she was wearing the bodysuit. So that's but that she like right unzipped, down. right? Like she definitely unzipped the top, and I thought it was like a jacket top with a skirt bottom. But then I didn't rewind. I, the, it does it, it like doesn't merit me going back and being like, oh, let me really parse this. Dresses have zippers sometimes. Just yeah, they pockets. do. You're right. I don't disagree. <laughs> but then, like, what she wear? Are these like boy shorts underneath? And then, like, yeah, there's maybe. no comment from her. Like, hey, I just stripped down. Like, don't look or look. She's just kind of like, I'm hot, and and I mean, physically in the sense of like overheating. Meanwhile, Roger <laughs> looks like he's totally unfazed by the atmosphere. He has plot armor for heat. I mean, I think I feel like if you're gonna have one character strip, like, make it equal. Make him strip too. I think so too. Like they miss a lot of stuff there. And and then Roger's like, Hey, is it a good time to sexually harass you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're going to die. Why not? I mean, at least he asked. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I, I mean, this, this, this is where I think he's bluffing. Like he's kind of like, he, th- he, he's pretending to be suaver than he actually is, than he actually is. So I hope that's the case. I hope so. You've seen more than I have. So maybe, maybe, you know, that there's a little bit of a, of a bluff going on there. Uh, actually, no, that was just, that, that was just what I got from this episode. Oh, okay. Or just in, ge- just in general. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I think he's a genuinely good guy. I'm not trying to say that, but he's written in a way that's a little off-putting. Oh, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I do like that it, we start in media res. They're already at the bottom of the sea, but it's like they're in a building in like a skyscraper in a, some kind of sunken New York, which cool detail. Uh, then things get weird when they show you how they got there and you're almost like, I I don't understand why I should care about this. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he's trying to solve a dispute for fishermen to get fish, but none of the fishermen want him to do anything and they want to charge him to go out in a submarine. But this is, in the previous episode, I was talking about how they get memories sometimes from their parents that that are like how to build things that are more advanced than their current technology or their current knowledge that wasn't wiped out like something wiped them out to keep them from doing this stuff but there's enough of a trace left behind that these memories are valuable and they can lead to they can lead to them building things from the previous society i guess the fallen utopia that was uh, it can lead them to rebuild those things uh, that would help them, you know, get closer to that society as far as their technological advancement goes and stuff. And Paradigm is at the center of all of this, it seems. There really is only one corporation. <laughs> is there? I thought there was a couple, but I wasn't... I know Paradigm keeps coming up over and over again. Maybe I'm, I, I would... I admit that my grasp of the lore is bordering on indifferent, but I really thought there was only paradise. I, I think that is. I think like everything is just owned by them. Cause it, it reminds me of yeah. what was it? Like, was it, it wasn't judge dread. Maybe it was judge dread where like, there's some argument at the, the end of the movie. The guy's like, I'm going to take you to Taco Bell. And everyone's like, Oh, you're going to Taco Bell. And, and uh, it was Sylvester Stallone's like, what what are you talking about? And they're like, during the restaurant wars, you know, all of the restaurants are wiped out. So now every restaurant is Taco Bell. It's so exciting. Like, because, you know, taking to the, the best restaurant in town is Taco Bell because they're all Taco Bell. That's the only restaurant in town. I, I mean, you know, if it came down to it, I, you know, if we had to pick like one fast food chain to survive, I should probably pick Popeye's over Taco Bell, but Taco Bell's pretty close. Popeye's is good. Popeyes is real good. I don't know. But, there's all, but also, I was like, all you can get there is chicken. So, yeah, that's true. <laughs> is it? Do you need anything else? I they uh, usually get the mac and cheese and lemonade. Chicken's pretty good though. Like, I think yeah. I could survive on chicken alone. Yeah, I'm the worst bird person. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. What else you guys got to say? I mean, there's a, uh, they have a shot of the ocean and the animator just like lost their mind. And they're like, 
what if I just drew like 70 stingrays going across at one time? Would, I, I've never, I don't know. Do they hang out in like roving packs of 70? I'd have to look this up. Like I've only seen them in aquariums, which I don't think is like a representative sample of the ocean. I That's just where I've like... seen them mostly, but I have seen skates and stuff in, in like a live setting and, and they do skirt around the edges and stuff. But, do you think do you think any of the ones in the big O like killed Steve Irwin? Probably all of them. <laughs> okay. The big O version of Steve Irwin was a pincushion. Uh, I don't think Steve Irwin has got a big O kind of vibe. All right, let's go on then to, to, to the story <laughs> like... going on with Norman and D and Dorothy. <laughs> you guys just, remember no no i did i just i was just thinking that i'd like decimated the vibe there no i, I thought reduced it, it by one tenth i thought it was good um no there's one great moment though where uh norman has been like acting like like a busybody. he doesn't seem to be able to sit still because he's so worried about roger or because he he's like oh roger's coming oh boy i've got to clean and get everything ready and he's like overdoing it and and dorothy just like kind of looks at him and is just like Ugh, men how much cleaning is there really to do there anyway like he was plunging a toilet i mean oh. <laughs> okay it was Roger. who clogged the toilet there's only three suspects and one of them probably doesn't poop <laughs> it was dorothy though somehow yeah. <laughs> she was just like just gonna stick some of roger's ties in here I mean, he's not very nice. He's not very nice, but he has a lot of demands on them, despite not being very nice to them. <laughs> Which is not yeah. usually how we see things. From yeah, you you got you got to you got to clean for me. You can't play piano the way I want, even though I've got a grand piano here, and you know, yeah, you got to cook my food. You got to let me sleep in, like yeah. This is- not, not a good deal. Does he pay them? Anyway. I don't think so. <laughs> you don't think he pays no, Norman? I think Norman gets to live there. Like, without rent. Without... <laughs> he gets all his food. And that's he it. Gets, you get the exposure. Norman doesn't have a change <laughs> of clothes. He has to wear all black. So, yeah. The exposure. <laughs> Fun fact. He's he actually intern. has two eyes, but is forced to wear the patch. That's right. Oh my god, <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> and he has to clean the clogged toilet. I know. <laughs> There's no one who works under him. Even the robot doesn't do it. Like the robot no, has the, no. The robot is told to prepare dinner. Like the, the robot who can't taste anything. <laughs> right. Like how does that work? She can do it exactly according to the to the to the cookbook. Exactly. Gotta do the cooking by the book. Okay. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> there's an obscure there oh there's a data down. reference, I guess. But <laughs> Yes. I think the one that lives in my head. Uh I like that Dorothy is the one who comes in big O. That was pretty fun. Yeah, she it's good when she gets to do stuff. I mean, it wasn't a very exciting way to say it, but I mean it. Like, you know, if she has, if she has cool, you know, she has cool powers. It's good to see her get to see her get involved. Agreed. 
Uh, and the last thing I want to say about it, unless you guys have anything else, is Roger always blows up the heads with memories in them. And I don't know why he's so vindictive, but like Angel is always begging him. She's like, please don't blow up the head. It has the memories. Those are valuable and I need them. And I, I've been in like almost every episode of this series. Please stop doing this. And he's just like, ha ha ha, boom. Well, that's because he doesn't, that's because he doesn't want the corporation she worked paradigm to have it. Right. I guess so. Yeah. This is like better. It doesn't exist than, you know, get sold like an, to it as an NFT or something. But at some point doesn't like, I mean, she, he has interfered with every job she's been on. Is she even successful anymore? Why would people hire her if she can't deliver? Why would they, why would they hire him if he's just going to destroy everything? <laughs> like, That's not true. <laughs> just like a collateral, but still wants money. So yeah, episode six, seven is where I was really into the show. And then we got to episode eight where things get in- different. Weird. They get kind of hairy. Ooh, or furry. Good one. Oh, no. Gross. <laughs> I, uh, I did laugh really hard over the announcer, the way the announcer said missing cat. It's just like missing cat. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get your joy where you can. Yeah. Uh, it starts off with a mystery. There's a, a rich lady. Her dog is dead. Uh, no, she's dead. And there's a picture <laughs> of her and her dog. And then there's this weird monstrosity. Uh, which we later find out, I guess, is the soul of a person, but in the form of a dog. I don't know. <laughs> there's a there's a mad scientist in this one too. Uh, I mean, they is brought... it magic when we go that far? Uh, yeah, I don't know. And he he's like he's like Doctor Moreau from the Island of Doctor Moreau, but looks nothing like Doctor Moreau. Is not really a reference to Doctor Moreau, and it just has a a, a, a huge ego for no reason I could understand. He's just suddenly just starts talking like, I am God. <laughs> I said, well, it takes people and he turns them into pets and then he turns the pets into robots. It's the evolution line. Like that's Pokemon. Not, that's what God does. Oh, like the Pokemon movie with yeah. Detective Pikachu where they were. No, I just meant like an evolution line, like the starter or like the first form is like human and then uh, the mid-evolution is cat, and then the final evolution is just a robot, bipedal robot that's fire type. Maybe that's how we get robots. Maybe that's the future we're waiting for. I don't know. We need to be turning our pets into robots, but first changing people into pets. This episode also has some good D moments. I mean, Dorothy, you know. Not that I just call her D. <laughs> R.D. You know, uh, the R? <laughs> it asks some questions that it doesn't answer again. <laughs> right? Am I wrong? It's really good at that. Right? It, it, it does seem like it doesn't want to explore, really explore the moral implications of turning people into pets and then turning them into robots. But but, but also, I mean, this is a children's show, so. I guess it is. I had no idea. I mean, I, I, mean, I know it's not maybe. mature in the sense that, like, they don't show blood. I mean, uh, it, it aired on Toonami instead of Adult Swim, apparently. I had to correct myself on that last time. 
I just don't see children like getting a lot out of it in a lot of ways. I guess some of the big robot action is good, but it's not like the Power Rangers ever did an episode about a piano playing android. Uh, now, I'm not... <laughs> I, I don't say there are any heroes here, but there's some wacky stuff in Power Rangers. I'm not sure you can say that. Maybe not. Maybe. Maybe I can't. I yeah, just it's sometimes a deep hole. I guess it's not fair for me to say Power Rangers and only mean the American one that I've seen, which was all like saved by the Bellified, where they like made them like teenagers with a hangout and like they were having high school problems versus like the Japanese one where they're people out in the world and they have like real problems and like <laughs> sometimes they die and uh <laughs> that's such a such a trail off comment there and sometimes they die what was i saying again all right now, oh, now right, i'm looking up o. the audience continue uh, anyway i was also referring to the fact that like roger keeps thinking to himself like is dorothy remembering the the life of the model that she's modeled after like is that why she's taking care of this cat is that why she suddenly finds an affinity for this cat is that where this song that she's humming is coming from but they don't really get into that and if that's like if that's sort of like like leading you into something that's building that's fine but it also doesn't feel like they're really making a lot of progress on that front um and they later kind of undercut that by saying, no, she sensed that the thing had a soul. So maybe that's Dorothy's purpose in the series. We don't know. She's the soul sensor? Because she she responded to the, the big the big uh, robot. Robot, mecha robot in the other episode too. Underground. The big Dorothy. Yeah. Or, or the one with, that she sang with. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember the name of that one, but anyway. I don't, I don't know what any of their names are, except, <laughs> except when they give them explicitly. Do you, do you think that if there's big O, do you think there's like small O and regular O? Or like, I would is it a cereal? Like, I, want, like, I want baby O to show up. Baby O! <laughs> or what if you get like a box of cereal, it's just the big O's. <laughs> I've been trying to squeeze that in the whole time. I like it. I like it. <laughs> just thinking that like, Oh, you know what happened before this? We, we started recording was my daughter went up to me and she was like, what's the big O? What does that mean? I was like, well, <laughs> and then filthy mind dispelled that version of the answer. <laughs> I was like, it's actually something. It's some kind of math term, uh, a robotics term. It's not referring to the robot itself. It, it's like the robot is named after that term. Or the series is. Uh, and I was going to look it up, but I never did. So if you want to look <laughs> it up now. You just lied to her. <laughs> I'm Yeah, I don't know what you're going to come up with. But if you come up with like some sort of robotics term, I'll be super impressed. All right. First thing I get is Big O shoes, clothes, and more. And Big O tires. <laughs> <laughs> named after the obviously named after the mathematics term oh wait no 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 there is a big o notation it's a notation, yeah. notation that describes the limiting behavior a function when the argument tends toward a particular value infinity okay so you weren't making this up and it's about asymptotes oh my god oh my god <laughs> really 
Yeah, I said that last episode, right? You did. Uh, yeah. You were right there. Serendipitous. Oh my god, I think Victoria just solved the big O. <laughs> it looks like our job here is done. We are going to asymptotically approach infinity. Don't even try to ride her coattails, Munson. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I'm, I actually, I'm like reading this paragraph over and over, and I don't, I don't understand it either. I don't. I, don't, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I am not smart enough for this. I am not either. That's why we do this show. Uh, I also thought it was unintentionally hilarious how the parents came to get the cat and Dorothy didn't want to part with it. And Roger was trying to negotiate like, uh, just give us the cat, you know, she'll get a good home here. And they, he didn't realize that it was their son. And then like the crazy guy comes and guns the first one down, guns the father down. And it's like, Oh shit. And then the, he also guns the mother down and they're all just kind of like trying to stop this from happening, but nobody seems to care after that. It's just, okay, they're dead. And I'm so used to par- people calling their pets, their children that like, I didn't register to me that they were talking about a literal son. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was just like, yeah, no, cat's, cat's your son. Cat's your son. It's true. Roy. Boy, Don, you're quiet. Need you to pick up some slack here. I'm running on empty. We're almost done, so. Yeah, that. I think you've said everything that could possibly be said. (laughs) No, I haven't. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, hold on. Uh, Let's go to the finale then. Why don't you take us in, Don? I can't. You didn't watch it? (laughs) I misunderstood the assignment, and so, yeah, I'm behind. Oh, my God, this is hilarious. You've been here (laughs) hiding the whole time, and I finally caught on. Yeah, you're like, oh, you're silent. I'm like, yep. Uh... So, yeah, I have no idea what happened. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) We watched through eight, right? Yeah, we watched through eight. This is is eight. We, Kimisabi? (laughs) You asked me. You were like, uh... Is it one? We watched four episodes. I was like, "Yeah, we're gonna go two and two. That that was the bit I didn't understand. I didn't. Yeah, know, I didn't I was, get it either. Yeah. See, thank you, <laughs> thank you, because you were like, "Oh, we're gonna do," and then we're gonna do an episode. And I was like, "Oh, okay." And then we do this, and we come to the end. And you're like, "All right, we're gonna wrap up." I'm like, "Fantastic!" And then you're like, "Now we're gonna do the next," and I'm like, "We are." You yeah, I, I just didn't. I just didn't out. get the two for two part. <laughs> Listen, I talk toilet paper math. That's how this works. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta rename the podcast. I figured paper. I could fake my way through I it. I did pretty well. Is called toilet paper. <laughs> the Wait, the previous, the previous episode is gonna be called toilet paper. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I All figured right. I could fake my way through it. You did. You did an excellent job of faking your way through it. And then you like called me like, "Why don't you take us into it?" And I'm like, "I just, I just can't." <laughs> The teacher called on you. <laughs> no, that's exactly what it was like. <laughs> I spent like all week preparing for like work calls so that exactly when this happened, I'd be like, oh, I won't be caught out. And then I get I get to this, my fun podcast with my friends. And then all of a sudden I'm totally like absolutely demolished by your comment. Like just totally. <laughs> Literally nothing gets past me. Okay. <laughs> 
All right. I have 500 followers on TikTok. <laughs> I have eyes everywhere. You're kind of a big deal. Kind of a big small deal people. down at the cheese factory. Kind of a big wheel. A big tire. Uh, nah, that wasn't that, that I tried. I don't think anyone cares about the rest of that. It's just that there's a monster that's sort of a homunculus of all the different uh, child and like people souls that have been like harvested and put into pets and then put into a giant pet. And uh, it ends up killing. Uh, there's a robot as well. <laughs> oh, is there? There's always a robot. There's always a robot. There's always a giant homunculus of people, people pets. <laughs> Robots in my robot show? <laughs> How could you? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> uh, there's a nice moment where Dorothy says, Pero, come with me. And it just for a moment, I was like hoping that Pero would come live with her at Roger's mansion. <laughs> She'd just have this incredibly enormous 30-foot monster homunculus dog cat normal, very normal. <laughs> roger would be like oh, you messed up my desk again bitch with your homunculus cat that's all though I, uh they probably got the space you got anything else to say about this one you think they I, have the space i think they do too I'll, I'll be honest i don't have a lot to say about this one <laughs> well, i wonder why <laughs> I was saying Victoria. Victoria, uh, do you have a lot to say? I mean, not a lot to say. Do you have anything else to say about this episode? <laughs> or about the big O thus far? Uh, other pop culture things I did? No, not really. Uh, they finally announced the the Oscar, the Academy Award nominees or nominations. I at least have watched Everything Everywhere all at once. Just that one. I don't even remember what the other ones were. I, you know, I watched uh, Banshees of Interim recently, what I really liked. I uh, really liked that too. Although I, I watched it in two parts. Like essentially, we broke the movie up in half, and I liked the first half better than the second half. Oh yeah, yeah. It was just uh, it was funnier and a little bit lighter, and then the guy lost his. Well, I'm not gonna get into it for. I don't want to spoil it, but uh, yeah, it was darker in the second half. It was darker. For sure. Um, I just don't think they could have sustained the first half the entire way. But it didn't have to go quite so dark, I guess. Um, I watched The Fablemans, which I loved. I thought that was... Michelle Williams is especially great in that movie. But uh, it's one of Steven Spielberg's better films, I think. And he has really great films, so trust me. Like it When I saw the previews, I was like... Ugh. Is this a movie about like movie making that's like also a biopic about Steven Spielberg, like a shadow biopic? But it's really sarcastic and funny and like dark. It's dark. Like it, it, like it talks about how like when you make art, you kind of are making like it. Like sometimes the art like forces you to make choices that you don't want to make. But you, you're so dedicated to telling that story or finding the truth. Like sometimes the truth is like revealed through your art and it's the truth. No one's ready to accept or like confront. And sometimes like the, the truth of cinema overwrites your personal feelings, which I thought was an interesting way. Plus at the end, there's a cameo by David Lynch's John Ford, which is so fucking good. Wait, his what? 
David Lynch plays John Ford. Uh, Who's John Ford? Uh, I know one of these names. John Ford was the director of The Searchers. He had a lot of those like big westerns. The Quiet Man, I think, was him. I saw this video on YouTube where like people are just driving around and they see this cow and then, and then, and then they see David Lynch hanging out with the cow. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, that's exactly what happens. <laughs> and they just go ask what he's doing. <laughs> okay, you gotta, you gotta see this. Um, my, otherwise my only hope for the Oscars is that someone else slaps Chris Rock. Okay. Oh, <laughs> like, you just have to, like this chance to do the funniest thing ever. Just do it again. I mean, I wonder if he'll even be there. What if he shows up in a fencing mask? Um, I mean, I mean, you you can still get hurt pretty badly in those. Like, I used to fence. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that about you. That is very interesting. Really, did not bring it up before. I, pre- uh. I think that's going to be one of our trivia questions. You did it because of Utena. No, I actually did it because of Magic Neighbor Earth, but... <laughs> but still. Yeah. <laughs> what stopped you from... What What made you give it up eventually? I wasn't good at it. I was, ah. was too much sweating. That's not <laughs> <a> problem. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're wearing, like, plastic with, like, this, like, polyester suit on top of the plastic, and then you've got that mask on, and if you're depending on the weapon, you might also have, like, another vest you're wearing over, and it just, and then and you're attached to wires. It's just, like, it's... I've never done it, and so knowing that there's wires attached and plastic is a kind of a turnoff. Yeah, oh, wait, they had to wear, like, socks, too. Well, I mean, of course, you had to wear socks, but you had to wear, like, really thick socks. <laughs> no, you had to wear, like, really thick socks. And- oh, Can you and imagine also- socks? <laughs> and also, I have flat feet. Yeah. But, you know, it was, it, was a, it was a good experience. I was at my most fit then, and it's all been downhill since. Well, it's the end of the show, and we're going to come back next time for more. Uh, the big O we're going to finish out the first season and then sort of probably fast forward through the second season. Yeah. We got to figure that out. Yeah. So anyway, thank you all for listening. This has been Okashina podcast anime with friends, part of the moonshot podcast network. Go Google it. It's a great, great bunch of people, collective, a collective of creative and, interesting people and you can support us through patreon there just find it i don't know where it is <laughs> as we say at the end of every show okashiku ikoyo god he went overboard <laughs>